Welcome to Mended Teacups. Molly and I are still in our own houses, but enjoying a cup of tea while we have a chat about some of our home ed experiences. Molly, do you want to tell us what we're going to talk about today? Yeah, well, we're recording just a few days, a week or so before Christmas, so we are going to do a special Christmas podcast. Christmas may be a bit different this year, but actually... (laughs) It doesn't necessarily mean to say that it has to be worse. <laughs> and actually, certainly for us as Christians, the, the reasons are exactly the same this year as every year. And that gives certainly gives me huge, huge hope. But I think for all of us, we're, we can still make, make a good Christmas. But maybe it would be good to be a little, little lighthearted. And so we're going to share with you just some of our um, funny traditions that we have and just some of our funny, quirky things from our family just to help us to, to get into that Christmas spirit. So, Helen, (laughs) are there any kind of quirky family traditions that you have, something that's a little bit different? Well, I don't know how different it is, really. It's it's funny, isn't it? Because you grow up thinking that your traditions are what everybody does, and then it's only when you get married or something (laughs) that you discover not every family does things the same. Um, In our family, we we find our stockings in the morning and, quote-unquote, Father Christmas left them in secret in the nighttime. And then we all pile on someone's bed, grandma's bed usually to uh, have a look see what's inside them um, and usually there's something a bit odd a bit weird a bit funny inside and we all have a big old laugh it might be one year it was kazoos we all had kazoos sometimes sometimes it'll be some sort of funny dress up weird glasses or a honky nose or something like that so our morning always starts with quite a lot of hilarity and uh, oh look what father look father christmas thinks you need a wash there's a flannel in your stocking or something like that christmas morning always starts with quite a lot of laughter and quite a lot of piling on the bed and seeing what's going on yeah how about you we also have christmas morning stockings um in the past i would use um, my husband's walking socks and just try and stuff everything in <laughs> and then but then i just could never find them or i'd never washed them or <laughs> whatever so i actually made some stockings a few years ago so each of the kids have got some kind of like felt stockings i made um, and yes, and we put in, I've kind of put different things in each year. We went through a, a phase of having um, lots of kind of like party type things and those that slime stuff that you throw at a wall. <laughs> so yes, I, I do try to put something funny in, um, as well as the boys kind of like useful things that they know that that age now. So I put in kind of stationary bits and pieces for them, but um, they don't need any more pencil sharpeners or or um, <laughs> staplers now and like that. So I'm going to have to think something else this Christmas. <laughs> so um, after, after that, we all pile on down. So we've usually eaten too much chocolate. Nobody really wants breakfast. And then there's the enormously long, long wait while mum gets the turkey in the oven. And it seems to take forever because we once it's in the oven, that's when we gather to have our presents. And the, the smaller people in the family, and I remember being the smaller person just how long does it take to get a turkey in the oven (laughs) are you ready yet mummy are you ready yet because there's present before we started recording we were talking about how little children it's all about presents isn't it but for us for me I was thinking it's I do love the present time but I'm quite I'm more interested well I like getting things of course I do but I'm, I'm just as much interested in seeing people's faces when they open the present that I've chosen for them and uh, yeah the reactions because you, if you've thought particularly about something you know they'll like it's quite fun isn't it watching them receive it and, and uh, enjoy opening it in. no that's lovely we are I have to say this year I hadn't done any Christmas shopping at all for our kids until yesterday and so we actually we went into our nearest town went up to the range and they had all sorts of presents on special for everyone else 
has been as disorganised with presents as me and hasn't got any presents for their kids, go to the range because <laughs> they've got loads of presents for really good value. At least Nase had. So um, so actually our kids, our girls in particular, chose their presents and actually one of them was just wrapped her present up herself and put it under the tree. <laughs> so really so I, don't think they'll, they'll, I don't think there'll be many surprises for them this year, but never mind. <laughs> they'll be, at least I know they'll be happy with what they've got. <laughs> It's hard, isn't it? I, I was thinking about how my parents used to keep everything very, very secret. And then I thought, well, actually, I was at school every day, uh, whereas I've got my family all around me all the time. It's it is a bit harder to to do those particularly secretive things, isn't it? So you have to adjust your kind of expectations a bit, haven't you? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Tell us you're telling us about your um, your Twelfth Night tradition, which I think is a lovely one. Oh, yes. Right at the end of the Christmas season. So the last night of uh, the, the Christmas tree is up. We all sleep underneath it. I say underneath it. We all sleep on the floor in the lounge with the Christmas tree. That's become a tradition we've done for several years now. And the kids really enjoy that. I don't think they'll let me not do it now. And we um, we have hot chocolates and marshmallows and we get a big pile of books and we daddy reads aloud, usually a Sherlock Holmes episode to us. That's really good fun. Um, we read poetry or whatever we fancy until we're just falling asleep <laughs> and then we stay there that's become a lovely tradition that we really enjoy and make make the that's, most of those Christmas decorations before they all go away again I think that's a lovely one yes we don't do that but um I think I, I love hearing Christmas traditions because some of them I think a lot of our traditions kind of we make as we go along don't we and I know certainly when I was when I had young or just young children and I'd listen to all these ideas and think oh gosh I should do that I should do that I should do that and it's quite easy to feel a sense of almost like a, a need kind of almost guilt kind of think well I'm not doing that and of course we can't do everyone's traditions Christmas traditions and so actually as you listen to us we've we've developed these over over years haven't we and I our Christmas traditions they haven't all been the same right from the start we've kind of developed them over time and mm. some we do every year and some we we just do some years it's not a funny one, but I think it's one that that our certainly our older kids wouldn't mind if we stopped this particular tradition. <laughs> Is that we always make our own Christmas cards? It's sort of like everybody sits around the table and everyone has a job, a bit like a factory kind of thing. I kind of prepare it all, and then and then you know I, I kind of do um do cake and hot chocolate and stuff or whatever to sort of um as bribery and um but it, but this year it was a bit like oh no <laughs> do we have to do these cards again <laughs> it made me think I wonder which of our traditions which I hold dear to my heart because I love to see my four children sitting there you know dutifully making cards <laughs> it makes me feel nice mum but I wonder which of our traditions the kids will actually will carry on like I'd imagine they might carry on your sleeping under the tree because that sounds lovely and which ones they may not carry on so they may not choose them to make their own cards <laughs> I think that's the thing isn't it each family definitely makes their own and and there's there's some I know um one year we went to see the um the students nativity at the old Vic theatre school and it was such fun and, and I thought then I must come every year and, and we've never we haven't been back and it's a shame but uh, you know that things happen don't they and you just have to make have to make your decisions at the time and it ha you have to sort of make Christmas work for you as a family don't you one of the things that we yeah. do do and I we've done this since I was little is we do tend to have a family Christmas show and um, when I was little I used to get my brother to be part of my play <laughs> so usually I would be Mary and he was everybody else or some sort of <laughs> 
um, when we got a bit older, he used to do magic tricks and things like that. And my children have kind of got into the idea. And we, it, it's quite, it's just a bit of fun, isn't it? Where my children all learn musical instruments. There's a chance to play something they've learned to the rest of the family or tell a joke. We try and, we try and say, everybody's got to do something. My husband does his party trick, which is twisting his arm around in a strange way. <laughs> it doesn't sound, doesn't sound as funny as it is, but it makes us all, makes us all laugh once more. Um, I always yeah. remember my dad, we tried to get my dad to join in with something that my brother and I were playing mu music wise, but dad wasn't particularly musical. And so we were in much hilarity trying to get him to play his triangle in the right place. And actually that was the amusing part of it. Not the, <laughs> that made it make very funny. So yeah, yeah, the family Christmas show, bit of a tradition. That, that sounds really fun. Yeah, we've, we've done that a few years. We haven't done like that in the last couple of years though. We do, we do have a, a kind of family games evening and I do party food. Sometimes it's been on New Year's Eve, kind of early before um, my husband and the boys go out and then I stay in with the girls. Although last year we were with you, which is lovely. <laughs> so we sort of, we sort of, or sometimes we just do it sometime over that period. So it just really depends on the year really. And yes, and we do party games and charades and all sorts of other silly games that one with a cardboard box and you have to bend down and see if you can grip it between your teeth as you cut it down. So, um, yeah, so that, and that's always really fun doing things like that. It is quite hilarious, isn't it? There's always something yeah. to laugh at when you're doing those kind of games and lots of memorable moments playing charades. <laughs> and we both have the same, isn't that strange? You both have the same meal on Christmas Eve, don't we? Yes. We found <laughs> Shepherd's pie or cottage pie, whichever one. <laughs> so we were just talking about that. And um and they said, well, we always have shepherd's pie because of like, you know, that it, it seems a little bit Christmassy because of the, the shepherds on the hill and all the rest of it. So shepherd's <laughs> pie just sort of seems a Christmassy, Christmas Eve kind of thing to have. And um and isn't that strange that we both do the same thing? <laughs> Yeah. Christmas movies, Christmas movies during the Christmas season. Do you have movies that you watch every year? Yeah, we do. And I was thinking actually. Uh, that is one thing that we need to, the older one, because they're still actually, my oldest son is, the younger one is still at college, although they're having online teaching for the last few days so that no one gets caught by track and trace because the teachers want to be able to go and go home and see their, their families and parents they haven't seen for ages. So they said, we'll just teach you all online and then we'll all be fine for Christmas. So, but he is still working. And also my older son is still, has got still one more week at uni. So, um, so they they are just keeping their heads down still at the moment. But um, uh, but Mr Bean is a Christmas movie we always watch, and it's a, um, it's a we've actually still got a video player. We watch it on video, and it's and it's really crackly. But um, it's just one of those funny ones we watch every year. <laughs> what about you? Well, our go-to is the Muppet Christmas Carol, and since I finished reading Christmas Carol as a read aloud yesterday, we we watched that last, yesterday evening. Always astounds me how much of the actual Dickens is in the Muppets. <laughs> They've got a lot of the a lot of good dialogue in there from straight straight from the book. It's brilliant. It's just such a good movie. So we always enjoy that. And actually, mm. we quite enjoy the Bob the Builder Christmas special. <laughs> that's become has become a thing. It's like we've got to watch that now. <laughs> It's funny, isn't it, how you revert? We like um, watching again. It's a video we've got, but the Thomas the Tank Engine. You know, like before they did the the digitally remastered one, when they kind of used models, and we've got some Thomas the Tank Engine, which also is just like, well, that's just Christmas. It's Christmas. It's Christmas. It's good fun, yeah. isn't it, to watch the, those? Sort yeah. Of... And then um... what about books? Have you got Christmas favorite books? Yeah, we. Well, Christmas Carol, which I've just finished reading again. We don't. We don't necessarily read that every Christmas, but. 
seems to you know seems to come out most Christmases and then some of the picture books that are just fun to pick up and read and just enjoyable we we love Christmas at Exeter Street which has got the funniest pictures ever especially the five aunts from Abingdon's lying on their shelves that took on a new significance now we've got we have this year we now have an aunt who lives in Abingdon so <laughs> we don't have five aunts in Abingdon but we thought that we definitely need to read that book again this year how about you what, what 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 books do you enjoy yeah we've got again just lots of picture books sort of like all the kind of like I think sort of like classics like Paddington at Christmas time and Alfie at Christmas time and Mrs Pepperpot at Christmas time and sort of all the Christmas editions to all the Lighthouse Keepers Christmas all the kind of Christmas editions to all those other ones there's another Shirley Williams one which is gorgeous called the Christmas Eve Ghost because I love Shirley Williams and her drawings um and that's lovely and then we've also I didn't read these the boys but actually I've had them for the girls by Rumor Godden um the story of Holly and Ivy and the fairy doll and particularly Holly and Ivy is particularly lovely because it's it's a kind of about a about adoption so um that one's been reread several times in fact that's a for us that's a really nice one and this year we read ourselves kind of just a fam the girls so the family kind of read aloud one called the family under the bridge which was gorgeous we've just finished it today and that i'd definitely recommend those. so those are all really short chapter books they don't take long to read but you know you can kind of read them in the run-up yeah. to christmas and they're nice there are some beautiful editions aren't there of christmasy books and poems i've got a lovely lovely illustrated version of the poem the night before christmas and it's just gorgeous to look at because there are some very talented artists out there and picture books and some of them are just so beautiful that you can just gaze at them for ages can't you just really enjoy the artistry as well as the poem and the story yeah definitely. i've been thinking a lot about um the words of the christmas carols we're singing and how um it's easy to sing christmas carols just because you know them or you've sung them before you know and, and this year i don't know why particularly maybe maybe i'm being a bit more thoughtful because of the whole year that we've had the words are really speaking to me particularly this year and um i'm really noticing we were th thinking about um the other day about the song oh holy night which lots of people have as their very favorite don't they and it talks about a weary world rejoices and i was thinking this year the world really does feel quite weary doesn't it and um, it's just lovely to think the weary world can rejoice because of because of Jesus coming at Christmas. Mm -hmm. There's some beautiful, beautiful, beautiful Christmas carols, aren't there? Yeah. And I feel I actually I felt that in fact, we need to celebrate even harder this year. And I think we're going to need to use our creativity because I think a lot of us are, are feeling fairly. I certainly am feeling fairly um my, my cup is empty of creativity <laughs> we have used it all year we've had to create find different ways of doing things haven't we and mm. and and work out different solutions and and actually I sort of feel gosh I've 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 been creative all year I just haven't got anything left but actually I think we need one last burst to to make this Christmas a good one for our families for our families and for ourselves because actually we have got something worth celebrating and we need and even even for those without a, a Christian faith I think it's really important to celebrate. You know, I think that actually in a dark world, and this world is dark, particularly we can see it at the moment, we, we need to be able to celebrate. And it's not it's not being insensitive to all the tragedy that is going on and the loss of jobs and the all the other things that are going on. And we all of us have been impacted. I think we've all experienced loss in our lives this year in one form or another. But it's somehow... I don't know, I kind of feel it almost kind of defies the darkness that actually we can still overcome. Does that make sense? A bit like with um, 
when it's a bit different, but um, in the First World War and one of the uh, uh, on Christmas Day and the two different sides, the German side and the English side, that the, they, they played football together. Do you know what I mean? Yes. It's sort of like the, we can we we can we can push through this and we won't we won't let it defeat us. It's kind of thing. Yeah, I think that's one of the things. Every year, I suppose I suppose that's part of a tradition for us is trying to through through the excitement and the fun and the happiness and all the different things that we do in this season is just trying to generally gently um help our children understand what what it is we're doing and why not just barreling through <laughs> if you see what I mean so I suppose that's where it comes where the books and the stories and the, the words of the carols come in isn't it that kind of think the reason for this season the, the fact of Jesus being born in the stable what it means and why why do we give presents it reminds us of god's big present of jesus and the presence that the, the three wise men or three wise kings whatever <laughs> we don't know much about them or however many there were why they gave those gifts and what what their importance and the significance was i think it's 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 one of the nice things isn't it about home ed is that we've got that time together as a family and we're used to spending time and looking at looking at the reasons behind things and explaining things as we go yeah absolutely the other thing I also was thinking about how how we look back on the year we always do at the end of each term we always do like a bit of a review and we talk about what we've what we've learned and that's normally what we've enjoyed what we haven't enjoyed what we've learned and that's normally looking at kind of like the academic side of things to get the folders out but I've just kind of sensed this year and I was doing that she's a bit different so I don't know if you have got any thoughts on that sort of just reviewing the year um I'm not very good at reviewing <laughs> I'm not a very analytical person. I just kind of move through and yeah. But I know what you mean. It is good. To, and over the year, we, I think if you look back at this year, you could look back think, with that big sense of loss and the big sense of all the things that didn't happen. But it, probably it is quite good if you're feeling like that to think about, well, actually, these are the things that then did happen. These are the forward movements that we have had. You know, these are the things we have learned and discovered. We've discovered about ourselves, about our family, about how we tick a little story I heard from someone they they've always thought of themselves as an introvert and they felt that they haven't really needed people around but the lockdown has shown them they like to have the choice <laughs> they've learned that about themselves and actually they didn't think they needed people but when they weren't allowed to have people that made you know that was a big eye-opener for that for that person and I think we've all learned different things about ourselves and our families and how how we work as a family this year haven't we have you have you had some big big themes of learning that you've reviewed yeah I mean we we sort of looked at a little bit about what we've done but I I sort of academically but we've definitely I feel we've been a lot of this year has been home you know home ed light you know we we haven't done everything that I would have planned to have done but actually so I, I could either feel guilty about that or I could feel but actually I'm still standing we're still standing and and I so I suppose I just wanted to maybe to pass that on to anyone who's listening to be encouraged and to look at like Helen said to look at all the things we have learned this year you know practical things though my eldest daughter is baking away in the kitchen she's you know, she already enjoyed cooking but actually she's done a lot more cooking this year mm. um we've actually done more reading this year again we always do a lot of quite a lot of reading I thought but actually this year we've done more because we haven't been rushing around other places and I haven't had the energy to do other things. And so actually sitting down with a storybook has been, <laughs> has been a great go-to because I know it's a good thing to do. And, and, and def, definitely what you say, learning about ourselves and our family relationships, 
as, as, as you know, one of the kids said, we, we've stuck with each other. It's been hard, but we haven't been able to, to go out and to dilute our family in any way. And so we, we've had to, to look at and you know, to take a look at ourselves. You know, I've had to take a look at myself. You know, how do, how do I react in different situations? And is there something I could change in the way I react? And to try to look at our kids and, and see, well, why, why do they react like that? We, I think, I think I've become a bit more reflective. I think because of the kids we have, have to be a bit reflective anyway. But um, but I think probably even even more so this year. And and I think also we've we've just done it. So however your year has been, the mere fact that you have got to this, <laughs> you have got to this the end of it, <laughs> and you have probably got a Christmas tree up. You've probably got a turkey somewhere lurking in the freezer that, or something that you're going to cook. You've probably got some presents. Your kids have got clean clothes. <laughs> you're doing well and I just think I just really thought I wanted to pass that on that it's been a hard year in many ways and actually I think I think we've all done well simply to be to have made to the end of it and so and so I guess my prayer would be for us and for those of you who listen that actually we would we would be able to be kind to ourselves over Christmas you know we wouldn't expect too much of ourselves and actually we would be able to get some rest and just some kind of some time out for all of us so yeah, those are sort of my thoughts about about winding up where we where we've come to with an epic year. <laughs> Absolutely, yes. I don't think we'll forget this year, will we? No, we won't. Oh, and the other thoughts I had as well. Just so we we always forget to say this. <laughs> this is just at the end. We've really appreciated you listening. So I hope it's been helpful for you, and it's been lovely for me because it's mean I've been able to to chat to Helen on a regular basis. <laughs> Would if you would be able to put a star rating, whatever you listen to it on, and and if you're able to just to, to write a review, um, just a few words, that would be really really great. We don't normally ask because we normally just forget, um, and we run the podcast off, and we you know we just forget to ask. <laughs> but it, that would be a really fantastic thing to do. So if you're able to do that, and then I, it helps with the algorithm so that other people can can find it as well. Thank you. Well, on that note, I think it just remains for us to wish all our listeners a very very happy Christmas. As- in, in whichever circumstances you are finding yourself, we just really pray that you will have a happy time um, celebrating. And we look forward to speaking to you again in the new year, probably. Happy Christmas. Happy Christmas.